good people. What up, what up? Pull up a chair and join us at the hot round Something table. Already. Milo and Dev got me laughing because <laughs> brother, we was laughing at the same thing. Dev was delayed. I don't know what was you just going on. You know why he was delayed? Because he was in the street. <laughs> Couldn't even get to the microphone. To oh, say, see, no. Up, no, this up. is weird, man. In the alley. It must be somebody's connection. dumpster doing something he wasn't supposed to be doing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. People listening for the first time. It's probably like, what is so funny? I don't even know what's going on. But it's neither here nor there at this point. Y'all, look, we're in the middle of it now. <laughs> Hip-hop roundtable. You listening? Tuning in. Thank you what's for listening. Good? What up? What up? If it's okay. your first time. <laughs> Or your last time. Or, or your last time. Milo's getting out. I'm about to introduce the brother. He's getting out. It's just, it's mayhem around here right now. I don't know what's... Is this our last episode? Is this, what, is this what's going on? Is that, is that what it is? Brother, I don't know, brother. I'm just trying to figure out what's happening. Um, oh, This became got, the hip-hop lounge the table now. Coming in. I'm just going to air out what's going on because it just sounds crazy um, right now. But we decided to start at... The least of opportune times, apparently. But it's all good. Um, <laughs> it's Landon Hill on the mic right here. Uh, M-O-M, Mind of Mylon, Mylon Drake uh, is coming back to the the microphone right now. Yeah, I'm in the building. What, what's going yeah, see, on with is, you, this sir? Is what, this is what we do at the round table. We could have easily said, hey, you know what? Delete this. We could have. But this is not how, That's not how it goes. This, this is hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? Hip-hop. Sometimes like, it happens like hey, this. Sometimes this you drop the go. mic. Like Big Daddy Kane did the boom boom. But I still be rabbit. Be rabbit couldn't just say uh, rewind on, on on stage. You know, can't do it. Can't do it. This is this is this is a real life eight mile right here. You know what I mean? And so I'm happy to report. I'm as always. I'm in the building and in the street trying to save these kids. I'm also done with summer school. Which is congratulations, brother. brother congratulations, brother. <laughs> You just finished at Berkeley, brother. I, I, no, I finished a summer school. Brother, you got through a summer at Berkeley, brother. Some people don't even get in. Some people don't finish a summer. Brother, you finished a you got in and you finished a summer at UC Berkeley. Berkeley. It's the the number what? Like, Public school? I think it's number eleven. Brother, don't brother stop <laughs> lying, brother. <laughs> Drop a one off of that, brother. It's the number one public school in Berkeley? Is that correct? So much number one, he had to say it it's twice. Number one public school in the nation, brother? Some people say that. <laughs> oh, come on, I mean, brother. If that's what you say, I believe it. Congratulations, brother. Move your this is important business. Congratulations, brother. <laughs> I want to congratulate you on, on something more important than what I'm doing right now. I'm just in the streets in the building. He, he, got, uh, he got his Berkeley engraved lighter now, ready to burn some stuff down because they just so, <laughs> I you know. I'm trying to burn all this He homework. finished your first summer. He finished yeah. his first summer at UC Berkeley, summer. Berkeley, brother. Yes, it was very hot. I'm trying to burn all the homework that I did. <laughs> And uh, not the books. I had to re- send those back. Those were rentals, but Brother. the homework can get burned. But yes, I'm, I took my final today. I get a whopping week and a half of vacation <laughs> <laughs> before I have to go to orientation, which is like two weeks, but I'm not going every day. Brother, you have two weeks. Or- Brother, that's Berkeley, Brother. See, yeah, in any other school, sure. every school. Nah, it's I'm just- I'm Brother, that's, that's, I don't that's know no number amazing- 11 school doing that. People, yeah. That's the type of rigor that he endures at a prestigious university like UC Berkeley. Orientation itself is two weeks. You understand, people? I've never heard of a two-week orientation for a school. Probably the it's, last time they tried, they tried something. They tried something new for the first time. Of course, I, I get the two right. weeks of orientation. 
No one's done this before in the history of UC Berkeley, so yeah. I'm just saying, brother. And I won't be participating in every all two day, two weeks. That's brother, you don't don't snitch on yourself, brother. They could be listening right now, brother. I email them and let them know ahead of time already. You won't be seeing me for all two weeks. I I cannot do that. I'm unable, but I will be there for class. Catching on quick, just already rebellious, you see? Already, brother. Please finish, brother, for all the black people who did not get in, brother. You got to finish, That's brother. That's my plan. Hold it down. Hold it down for all hold of them, brother. Hold it down, holding it up, and trying to hold on. That's, that, that that's it. All right, brother. Well, uh, <laughs> Dev, I'm so sorry. You know, I didn't really plan this out. There's no way that either of us could follow up after finishing yeah. the summer at UC Berkeley. So I'm sorry that I put you in this position where... <laughs> Just about anything you say is not really going to be on the same level. There's nothing I could say or do that would be on the same level. But still in all, we got to make sure that we introduce young Debbie Dev down there in L.A. In L.A., what's up, good people down here in the building? You know, it's funny. I, I feel like as I'm going back to the streets from being in the building... I still seem to be working my way up in the building. So it's something about the streets <laughs> that's helping me get even more higher in the building. It's Are crazy. Are you James St. Patrick out I here? Is this, this, I don't you know. This this episode this, of power. I'm out here looking at laundry mask to rent out, you know, and I don't know. Salons what, as well? does, are they called <laughs> truth by any chance? What is, what is going on? <laughs> But definitely just out here in both now, the building and trying to get back in the streets. And it's just a beautiful thing, man. You are trying to get back in the streets. Trying to get back in the streets to let people know what what secrets I got from being in the building. But I'm still just going deeper into the building. So y'all are going to get more of the secrets out in the streets. If your first time, I just want to tune in just to hear where Devin (laughs) is. I mean, what we're talking about is cool, but I literally show up every week just to find out what position, I mean, what progress or lack of progress has been made since the last time we spoke. This is the podcast version of power. I promise. Davis, James St. Patrick. That is, he is ghost, people. He is ghost. I didn't know, I hope Michaela says she's Tasha now. Stop. The thing is, she is not Tasha for how she's been getting treated, first and foremost. And definitely not on yeah, her want, uh, actions. I don't want her to be either, but he's clearly well, in the streets, and we didn't. We don't know what's happening. And the thing is, you can. It's just like real life. You can point at him and say that man is ghost. No one believes you. It's like yeah, you know, eh, whatever. No, his pictures. Eh, he's he's a nice business owner. Oh my gosh, yo, Dev, please don't say nothing on here about your oh, well, no. the inner workings. <laughs> Of your, they got they're building a Rico case on you right now. I just don't want to know nothing about am it. I Dre? I yeah. <laughs> am I Dre? No, am I Dre? No, what's going on? One of us is like I don't want a mohawk. I just I don't want to keep my hair the way it is. Oh my gosh, this is I didn't I wasn't ready. I didn't know none of this, people. Oh um, goodness, Deb. I, I hope all works out for you, brother. I hope you can get on. Sh- I hope Proctor is still on your side somewhere, you know what I mean? I mean, we don't know who you are. You might be Proctor right now. I'm not Proctor. I'm not involved at all. All this education, well, you don't know. I'm simply a fan of the show, of your show, of the the Devin Hour, Young Dev. If if you're Tommy Egan, it's fine. I'm not Tommy, bro. I'm not in the streets at all, bro. He's not either. He's whatever he wants to be. 
He said a big rich town, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So at this point, you need to listen to us and watch Power for Power whatever now. reason. Yep. Otherwise, the last you thirty minutes of this can't get it, it now. No sense. It made no sense for you. Probably Hashtag <laughs> something else. <laughs> Hashtag TV <laughs> and radio. Hashtag Dev is ghost. Uh, that's, that's that's pretty, pretty much, much it. That's pretty much it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, but anyway, so, uh, before we, we jump into the topic, gotta know to catch any and all episodes that... What's up with you, brother? Where are you? Brother, I'm, I'm at work, brother. I'm at work, brother. Summer school is finished too for me. Thank God. I what got kind of program a couple weeks. Again? Brother, so I, brother, the people don't know. It's a program by education, real, brother. This is, this is Kanan over here. We don't know what he does, <laughs> but he's just a real threat. Okay, <laughs> you are the Tommy real from Martin. What is this? <laughs> a real threat. What what kind of program is this? this is, I'm just. It's a it's a program that focuses on education, brother. For kindergartners, what like like what? <laughs> brother, study study all ages, brother. So what letters are you chasing to get behind your name? You see, uh, not chasing any like, letters. Oh, sorry, just what letters trying to. Already, what, what letters are coming behind your name after this program is complete, <sighs> brother? I, I don't know, brother. It might. How many plaques ED are on your wall then, after you finish? An ED is. And what is that? In the, for those of us that are ignorant, what is? What do, what do <laughs> Why you are call, we doing this? What, what do you call those people, brother? We need to talk hip hop right now. Doc, there are several doctors in hip hop. There's Dr. Dre. There's Dr. Dre. The other Dr. Dre. There's there's the Diggy Diggy Doc. I mean, we can go on and on. There's, there's doctors all Brother, it's the doctorate of education. Brother. There's Congrats, Dr. Green, though. Congrats, brother. Brother. I'm not done yet, though, Wait, brother. You finished this and summer. And SF State, brother, you doesn't like compare to UC Berkeley. You've done an entire year. You've done a year. semesters and a summer. Done a year, brother. I don't understand what what are we being graduated for. Let's go, Doc. Anyway, so, yeah, school is done for a little bit. Now it's just work. And this podcast where we don't know what happens half the time. But if... None of the last however many minutes we've been recording now, five to ten minutes have uh, made any sense to you. You can go to hiphoproundtable.podbean.com um, so that you can uh, get all of the episodes. You would then, hopefully some of this would then make sense. Um, this is somewhat of a ritual that got all the way thrown off to another atmosphere. That I don't even know what happened. Um, but you could get every single episode there. You can also catch us on iTunes if you prefer. Just go to Hip Hop Roundtable and check us on iTunes. Um, you can also go to um, Facebook. You can catch us on Facebook. Just search Hip Hop Roundtable uh, there. Or you can um, catch us on uh, Instagram at Hip Hop Roundtable Podcast. Uh, you can get each of our individual um, social network sites, social media sites, whatever you want to call it. Devin Howard, Mylon Drake, Landon Hill, um, any and all of that. So with that being said, we're going to jump into this topic. And, um, you know, Mylon and I were sitting around. And as usual, Mylon has some complaints, some grievance that he wants to discuss on here because that's what he does. He's, he says he loves hip-hop, but he really doesn't. But we were talking, <laughs> and he was basically talking about uh, what it boiled down to. I won't get into the whole roundabout way we got here. But basically, the question for this podcast is, is the short attention span that demands artists to constantly put out content in order to remain relevant, is that more so the fault of 
a lack of quality music or is it simply a way of providing the demand um, that has been created for any number of reasons? And if so, what are those reasons? Um, so, Dev, go ahead and jump in first. This this short attention span that, that folks have, is this because of lack of quality of music or is this just something else that has, is it something else that's kind of caused this lack of lack of quality? Or yeah, this, this lack this of, a, sorry, this, this short attention span. This, this was a very interesting question because it really, it really makes you think, um, to me, when, when first hearing it, I started to analyze, okay, well, what, what kind of hip hop follower are you? So I feel like on who we will call consumers nowadays have a wide range. So you do have those who I would maybe just consider just part of the social media following. And then you have those who actually like hip hop. It was mentioned offline how, you know, you could be able to, somebody can really come, come out with an album and you'll hear people bumping it, you know, for weeks, months on out all day long. Now, there's still some people right now whose album came out and they can still bump it in their cars right now. But then you have the other type of consumers or fans who are more so, I would call the social media side of things, are just bumping it for however, you know, that week or so or playing it for that week and two weeks. And then they're done with it and on to the next because something else has come out on social media, whether it be news or another track that everybody you know is 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 dancing to, or or whoever a new artist might be. Not a new artist, but the new artists that are out may have dropped something that you just happen to see on social media, and so you're now you're just gonna bump that. So it's very interesting. It's very um, it's very crowded in a sense. I, I will use that word. It's very crowded because you still have those people who will still play the albums they love for the, the amount of time that we would say is as normal. But then you also have, which was seems like the mass, uh, the masses, as far as the people, it seems like things are coming and going because that's just what we all look towards is social media. Sometimes as far as being the, uh, the popular wave of things right now. So, um, I think in, in a sense, when looking at it like that and analyzing it like that, it's, it's changing the game because, you know, to get everybody talking, you need you need social media kind of helps in that where it's like that's that's like your platform. So the fact that it's moving that fast on the social media side, it's kind of hard to bring up the stuff that people forgot about as far as when we when we got people like us we could still talk about jay-z's 444 right now whereas other people might have moved on already so you just have these two different sides now i feel has been created so i think it's not so much of the lack of quality music which then again i mean on the social media side if it was quality music it still would go by the wayside after some time so it's just like there's been two different realms created in in the game that have people doing this as far as the speedy short attention span social media side of things but then you still have those folks who can still have discussions like we do 
and and talk about an album for much longer than what social media would talk about it. Uh, for for me, um, some of the sharing some of the same sentiments that excuse me that Devin just shared. Uh, I think for me, I see a an extreme, and this is something that one of the areas where Dev and I agree on as well is is an extreme imbalance in in hip hop, and so what this microwave, um, insta gratification, heavy. I don't want to say community, but consumer as you know as using the, the term, uh, the target group that Dev was just pointing out, what it creates is a, a high level of focus on one particular aspect of the, the hip-hop culture. And so we're, we're spending a lot of time popping popcorn for the music, but not necessarily moving the culture forward. Uh, and it's it's slightly damaging because we don't even get to fully appreciate mind get, move, removing any thought of you know opinions around music I may or may not like or songs or albums or artists. Just we don't even get to appreciate the things that do come out well or that are that are high quality because. We're waiting for the next thing. We get 444. This man poured out his whole soul and get, wrote 44 pages mm-hmm. in his diary and was like, all right, that's cool. <laughs> Do you have a 445? Or, you know, it was like, what what happened at 5 a.m.? Like, like, dude, can you just <laughs> just marinate on that? It's like, nah, we're, we're really... Or, even worse, the 444 drops or whatever album it is that is high quality, and we move on. That was great. We soaked it up. We listened to it two or three times. Played on the radio a couple of times. Now, unfortunately, you know the thing that lasts the longest. And well, actually, I'll save that comment. The thing that lasts the longest in that in the in the, in the music. Brother, don't forget. Brother. I won't forget, but I probably will. But listen, the the reality is this. In short, the necessity or the feeding into the consumers' need to consider. You know, the Feed Me Seymour Little Shop of Horrors, I know that's beyond a lot of your references, um, but Feed Me Seymour is constantly needing to be fed. It takes away from quality. It's, it's the definition of fast food. Like, a, a great meal takes time, and you need to eat that and let it settle, let it settle, let it marinate, versus you want chicken, you want 20 chicken nuggets? I got that for you. Boom, I can give you another 20 real, real quick. You know, I was listening to Big Crit, one of his skits, and he was talking about the the thing is, I got it right here for you. It's been sitting here waiting on you all day. Like mm-hmm. I don't want that. that that's the skit right before Soul Food. Yeah, like I don't I don't want that. I don't want something that's been sitting under a lamp waiting on me all day. No, you're supposed to wait until I get here and then say, "Oh man, what would you like prepared?" It's gonna take a minute. I, I I'll wait, and it's gonna be good. It's quality. I eat soul food. It can't be soul food. It can't feed me at a high level, it can't be good to me and good for me if I'm constantly needing it in five seconds. And if you're constantly providing it for me in five seconds, it's probably, even when it is good, it's not going to be good for, it's not going to be good to me because I'm going to take it, scarf it down, 
like I'm, you know, like I'm in the military or something, and I got to get back on a ship or something, and then we're done. Um. Yeah, I, I, I think I agree with both of you at least on on some. So you think Bob is dead? That's what's up, man. Listen, this is a this is an important point. This is an important point. This is an important point. Go ahead, raise it. Go ahead, raise it. I agree with you both to some extent with regards to the comments about the uh, short attention span. Absolutely nothing to do with whether or not hip-hop is dead. Um, I don't know that... I don't know that the lack of quality music is the primary culprit, although I... I think it plays some somewhat of a role. I, I do think that because we don't have as much, um, you know, this isn't, you know, Mylon always always brings up, uh, was it 95 when all, like, who was it, like, Tribe Called Quest, Wu-Tang, um, Souls of Mission, like, whatever year that was, when all those, 94, 95, whatever year it was, when all those albums dropped in one year, and we're like, I mean, you had to, you had to sit with all those for a long time because you had so many albums to sit through. It was it's like, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't like if you if you got four albums to play in rotation back to back to back and they're all going to, you know, all end up being what are our classics like that that's going to take you a long time to actually really sit through and like let it resonate and and marinate and all that, right? I think now we're in an era where because those types of albums don't come across very often. We are now looking for like, give me more right now. And we honestly can sit with one to two albums at a time, as opposed to four or five albums at a time. Right. And that's not to oversimplify, um, you know, or, or to suggest that like every year up until 2003, like there were just eight great albums dropping per month. But I think that there was a more consistent streamer flow, and so um, you know it it took longer for for folks to really have to digest all the music that was coming out. Um, but I, you know, so that being said, I don't think quality music is the or lack of quality music is the only reason um, for this kind of high demand. Um, I think also just the, the, the age that we live in, like we live in a digital age and things are just, I mean, we, we live for instant gratification. It's the, I mean, we literally have a app called Instagram that everybody's on, right? Like we want to, uh, yeah, I mean, that, like literally, it's this, literally Snapchat. It, yeah, Snapchat, like it's literally it the, not. it's, it's the desire to constantly just get things immediately. And then it's, um, and you're done. Snapchat, it'll be gone in a day. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. I'm willing to take yeah. pictures and type stuff exactly. and post it. I know it's going to be gone in a day. I'm fine with it. Exactly. But actually, I prefer it. I, I prefer, prefer it that it. way. Like that's yeah. how we. That's kind of how we prefer things now, right? And and so and because those things, like there are people who listen to hip hop and people who don't that are all on this. That's more than about like hip hop didn't cause that. Is <laughs> you know it's that that is just the world that we live in, right? Um, and so, because of that, I think there is this demand, and as we mentioned, I think it was like maybe on the last couple of episodes, um, one time in the last couple of episodes, also that because there are so many more people 
that are now saturating this market um, in terms of because we have technology, because you can put music out instantly, because you can reach, you know, you can build an audience um, pretty quickly and much easier than you could before. People now really got to fight for their spots more than they ever did before. First, it was just, I just got to get on a label. Like, I just got to get on the radio. Right. Now, it's, I got to put my stuff everywhere, and I'm competing with everybody. So, not only are you trying to feed this kind of natural demand that has been built in terms of, like, the instant gratification that's come along with technology, but you're also now competing against people who have the very same access to everything that you have. And so even people who are on top have to now fight a little bit harder to remain relevant. So that's why, you know, before while we were off air, that's where I think you get, you know, Kanye doing the, when he was doing the, the Good Fridays or, um, you know, Fab doing the Freestyle Fridays or what is um, 3 dot now is doing the morning, doing morning exercises. Morning exercises. Uh, Mondays. Like, yeah, Mondays. like you have these constant ways of continuously I mean you know Crook became famous because he did the 100 what is it 50 weeks or 100 weeks of freestyles like that's how he got on you know what I'm saying and so but it was because he had to have that constant stream so that people would finally take notice because I could either do this once a week if somebody's gonna hear or I could try to put my mixtape up on whatever was popping at the time I can't even remember the name Reverb Nation and oh man, you know, like remember that was cluttered, yo. Duh. Like that was <laughs> cluttered. Like so, it's like I can either do once a week, and people are just gonna have to hear me until I break through. And now he doesn't have to do that anymore, you know. Or well, he can again. I mean, that's, it's probably something we're get, we'll get into later on. But it's it's something that they can do less often. Yes, by choice. Yes, yes. You know, I don't have to do. 100 bars, like the game, same thing. Like, I don't have to do 100 bars yeah. all the time, but if I want to, I can do a song of 100 bars, and you'll, be, and you'll talk about it, and if you talk about it for two weeks, that's fine, I'll drop something later. Yep. But I'm the game, I'm not trying to get in the game. He's not trying to get in, yeah, he's not trying to get in, but, but even for those who are in, there is still now the need to, because, again, you know, we talked about it, how on my iPhone now, I have access to way more people who are even unheard of through because of Apple Music or Spotify or whatever these other streaming services are. I have access to way more people. So what does even the most established artists have to do to ensure that I click on their music the next time that I log in to iTunes? You know what I'm saying? So that's why Jay-Z, I'm assuming, like he's dropped a, 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 a video almost every week since 444 came out. It's like, he's going to stay relevant off of that for a while. But there is that need to do so because people will just kind of move on to the next thing yeah. if, if something's there. Um, so, you know, I mean, that's that's my initial thoughts. I, we, I could go a lot of different places with it. Um, but Dev, want to know from you, like, if this is, if this stuff is happening, like, is this a, bad thing for hip hop or is it does it matter like as long as people are like what do you what are your thoughts about hip hop having to now kind of keep up and keep pace with this it's interesting it's interesting how y'all um the minute y'all talked about big crit having to come out with a freestyle every week on reverb nation in order to get noticed um i said big crit i meant crooked eye 
But it, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it was Reaper, but, but it's just crit, a, it's But Big Crit has done, you know, Crit has done something similar. Like a month. Yeah, he does, right. A freestyle. But it's interesting month. how it he almost seemed like, before. it almost seemed like this isn't really different as far as the structure of the game went, but it's just a different means about the game because, I mean, there still was Freestyle Fridays on Power 106, and there still was... You had to be caught on sway or something doing some freestyle. Like you, the ones who were the hungriest always had to do more than the more established artists. And I think it just kind of shifted now because we have, um, like you guys mentioned, the top artists Kendrick, J Cole, Drake, and Jay Z. They can they can just drop something and go away for a minute. Whereas if you're a new artist, you have to continually to get some stuff out until you become that type of an artist. So just like how it was in Freestyle Friday days, you have to come every week holding your crown as the champion. And then most of the time, those people didn't really make it big, but I'm just saying in the sense that that was kind of the the structure in, in, in the hip-hop game was if you are on the lowest lower of the totem pole and one of the hungry artists, you had to keep coming out with something as opposed to once you're established, you can actually come out with stuff less often and still be okay. And uh, honestly, too, I mean, it almost helps your sales for people like J. Cole and Kendrick where they can disappear and come back and it's like no harm. It, it helps with the with the quality of their music. And, I, well, I, want, I wonder, that would be an interesting topic, though, to see if maybe someone like Drake, I mean, he's some kind of different but if he was to continue to just put out song after song if his music will kind of go down and we don't hold him to a certain bar anymore i mean people like little wayne did it but if they were just to continue to keep doing i mean maybe little wayne drowned himself out by doing that we never know so i feel like the game itself structure probably just shifted more than actually changed i don't know what y'all think on that well, I, th- I think what you're saying is is true, is both true and the defense for the evidence, rather, exhibit A, if you will, for what we were saying initially is that it's not a it's not a it's not a good look because, yes, obviously, if you're MC Joe Blow, you have to do more for me to hear you. You got to be on Sway. You got to do mixtapes. You got to do SoundCloud. You got to make videos, you got to diss people, you got to do something because I've never heard of you. But mm-hmm. once I heard of you, goes back to what Landon was saying earlier, 94, 95, if we're honest, those albums that he was, some of those albums, not all, but some of those albums he was speaking of were quality, soul food, real good cooking, and it was the first time we had heard from those people. 93 Till Infinity wasn't Souls of Mischief's fourth album. It was their first album. We never heard of Souls of Mystery before. That's true. Souls of Mystery dropped. But when we get when we heard it, it was like, yo, these cats are dope. No one said they're dope. When's 94 till infinity? It was just, this is good. We like it. Then they drop a video four months later or something. Cool. I'll take that. Then we see them doing an interview on BET. Cool. I'll take it was like there was no need for 93 till infinity to have a follow-up single or or album or uh, video. It was like, this is dope. Good. Outcast, Southern Playalistic. 
We had never heard of them before that. They dropped. We liked the fact that this is good food. We didn't need it to have attached to it. Well, hey, you guys are new. You're MC Joe Blow. Never heard of you. Plus, you're coming from the South. You have to do more. You don't have to do more if it's dope. Just make just make a good presentation, and we'll take it from there. What we're what you're even what you're and I hear what you're saying is that part of the the game has shifted, and that is the I don't want to say the point of this podcast, but that's the conversation that we're having is the fact that it shifted to where if Andre three thousand is still one of the arguably definitely arguably top ten possibly top five MCs out right now. The reason why he's not in somebody mm-hmm. under the age of 25 or 30s top five because he ain't got no music out. Mm-hmm. Their mind is mm-hmm. first thing. What do you? I mean, where would you? Where would you rank uh, three stacks? Ooh, I don't know. He ain't got nothing out right now. I don't care what he has out right <laughs> now. He can right. still out rap anybody who's out right now. So it doesn't. If he drops something tomorrow, I mean, then I would judge it from that point. But I, as of right now. I gotta go with Migos. I just gotta. Like, I gotta give it to Lil Uzi Vert. I mean, just because he just got something he's hot right now. He's he's really hot. Like what? That's not. I mean, if you're honest, even little and, and if you're a first time listener, I, I say this on purpose. Little Yakti <laughs> is is little Yakti is practically irrelevant right now, and he just dropped his album. He was on everybody's. Oh, he's Unless finally he come out into the commercial, or yeah, some other. Like, is the album out? Then it's like, yeah, we listened to it for a minute, and then we put it. And it's 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 the it's the hip hop is turned into the metaphorical December thirty first. For those who celebrate Christmas, when kids open gifts, the day of Christmas. They can't put the toy down. By December 31st, they don't even know where it is. Where's your transformer? Um, I think I left it in mommy's car. Dude, you just got it. (laughs) (laughs) It's, or the only reason, or the only reason it flips is if it's an, if it's NBA 2K or NBA Live where we're constantly playing my part, we're constantly playing on live with our friends, then 2K, that's why 2K, NBA 2K can last from one NBA, beginning of one NBA season to another because we keep playing it. There's different variations. Because they cheat because they never let you achieve the goal yeah. to try to get, but that's all right. <laughs> yeah, so I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing my partners, I'm making my, my player better, um, I'm at, like, I'm doing a whole bunch of stuff, so, the toy evolves, therefore I continue to play with it. But if it's if it's just gonna drop and if it's just gonna drop and do one thing, I'm good. And what I was gonna say earlier that I said I wouldn't forget is the thing that lasts the longest in this era now, and I guess that could be the next question for Dev and, and for yourself, is is that good or bad? Is the thing that lasts the most? Club bangers. So the thing that goes on and on is the song that Man, that, like what you were saying again offline, Deb, the the beat. So if it has this, you know, the whisper song type of you know beat to it, that's the thing that will outlast Nas's entire Illmatic album or still Illmatic because the whisper song number one, fifty two weeks straight. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Man, that beat is just ridiculous. Like it's just a different type of song. 
But that's what happened. That's what was going on with um Bad and Bougie. That's what happened with Mask Off. I mean, come on, really? Mask Off, lyrically? Come on, stop. Yeah, but... but the man is yelling drugs throughout the entire <laughs> song. But the beat and the way he put it all together, it worked. And it was like infectious. But but we we can't... I'm not saying I, I, I mean, I hear you. I, I know what you're saying and I agree to some extent. But we also got to remember that with regards to club songs, that has not changed, right? Like, I mean... This is how we do it has been out since what year? <laughs> that song comes on in the club like Damn. everybody is going to go crazy. Damn. It's just it's just one of those songs, right? Like and I'm not even trying to compare like Bad and Bougie or anything else to this is how we do it. Maybe they end up being like, you know, maybe Bad and Bougie ends up lasting. I'm like, I have no idea. But I only say that to say that there are certain songs that because of the vibe and the time that they came out and what it makes people think of and remember and the energy it gives off and all of that, it's just going to live. Like, poison is just going to live. Like, it's just, yeah. it just yeah. is. You know what I'm saying? And so, I don't want to, I don't want those types of songs to necessarily get lumped in with, uh, with other songs. You get it what I'm saying? Like, it, and I'm not saying, I'm not talking about it takes two you know, like rock bass and DJ Easy Rock. I'm not talking about like classic. That song will go down in history, and you play it 40 years from now, people will still. I'm not talking about those. I'm just talking about just the ones that, again, I, I say this, but like, like, cause even, but even you think of it, like you brought up Yingling, like to the window, to the wall, like that comes on right now, like everybody's yeah. going crazy. Say, you know what I'm saying? That's like, why I say in respect to. Albums like 444. I don't, I don't believe that that's that. There's any song on that album that's like, yo, somebody's like, throwing that 444, bro. Like, put that on. No, there won't be. And so with that, in spite of it being a great album, it doesn't have that response. It doesn't have that. Hmm. Yeah, but so 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 that was my so that was my only point, right? Yeah, is that yeah, not, I don't not, want those no. that that type of album or or albums in general. Like Nas is not that type of artist. He will live in hip hop history, and like Illmatic will live in hip hop history. But I don't think there's a single song that you could take from Illmatic and play it in the club that's gonna rock with "To the Window to the Wall." Like it's just not like "To the Window to the Wall" is gonna beat every. Probably every Nas track that's ever been created in the club, to the window to the wall is gonna win against any Nas track. But so I so I, I was just saying that to say, like, there are certain albums that know they're I, I don't wanna compare club bangers that when you put them on are just gonna get people to the dance floor to bodies of work that may or may not last people for an extended period of time. And again, I, I get what you're I saying. That's I just why don't wanna I think that's why I made the difference as far as the different type of consumers. And I think the the thing that is the most popular or what the masses usually see media-wise lean toward the club banger essence of things instead of the hip-hop essence of things when we start talking about bodies of work. So you almost got to separate the two. And I know Mylon's trying to play some kind of Jedi mind trick and saying that <laughs> hip-hop is dead because club bangers is taking over. But I think it's just the direction that media is pointing you know, it in as far as that aspect of hip-hop of being the club banger. Like, if we really could sit here and say social media only directs itself 
to the club banger aspect of hip hop. It'll it'll say it'll it'll mention an album, but then that's it. If you want more about the album, you got to go on the blogs. You got to go on all these different mediums that point in the more hip hop side discussionary type of you know culture type of direction. Whereas the the popcorn type media that happens every day is only going to point to songs that can hit the little John ish you know uh, criteria or formula really. So we can't even really compare the two. So I, I think that's true. Um, you know, I mean, radio shows are always going to play the top songs, the ones that get the, the, the most spins, right? Like, I think that's true. Do, do y'all think, though, that, I mean, and I don't know, I, I don't really, I don't necessarily know where I fall with this or if I have a, a particular thought, but I'm wondering if, like, do you see this as just, Another evolution, like, for example, when um, when the computer first came out, right? I mean, uh, I'd venture to guess. I'm not that old, but, <laughs> like, but, like, there was, so, like, at least when I was growing up, right, like, there was AOL. And, like, literally, right. I all, like, me and my friends was on AOL and, like, on AIM, like, nonstop. Like, that's all that we needed on the computer in order to keep us hooked for a year. Yeah. Like, literally, like... Years. Lit, that's there was all we hardly needed, any right? websites. Yep. If AIM was the only thing out right now, people would go stir crazy because we <laughs> figured out technology. We know how it works, so it just doesn't capture our attention the same. So it just doesn't resonate the same, and it doesn't take us as long to figure it out, right? So I yep. say that to say, yes, of course. When hip hop was new and it was fresh, it went from the you know started in the seventies early 80s it's like you know it's booming it's this whole new thing 90s we hit a stride shiny suits we in a whole different era by 2000 though we looking at 30 35 years old hip-hop we've seen a lot of course there's still new people who are coming up so you know uh well eminem i guess was like about 99 kanye west comes out like there are still new faces that crop up of course in the later years we get the, the Kendricks and the Drakes and the J. Coles we have now, right? So there are always people who crop up. But because it's not as new, there's less that surprises us anymore, right? Like, because we're just, it's just an older genre. And we've, well, it's becoming an older genre. And we've begun to understand how things go and how things flow, right? So we went from, uh, you know, Curtis Blow to Rakim to Eminem, like, the mm-hmm. flow pattern, all of that stuff. Like, we've kind of figured out how it goes, right? So, is there a part of it that's really just, yo, at some point, when before it would take us, you know, three, four months to really digest an album, ha- have we just learned? Because it went from, oh, this is new. Like, people were creating, creating it and growing up with it to now... People are literally just born with hip hop, so it doesn't take them as long to figure it out or to understand it or to consume it as much as it once did. Like, and again, I know that's not the same for all albums. Like, honestly, mm-hmm. conceptually, damn takes a lot longer to comprehend than Good Kid, Mad City, right? Like, just consider, yep. like, just in terms of everything exactly. that Kendrick is talking about, right? But within the scheme of hip hop, like, but just in, in terms of like hip-hop as a whole and what we get, are we just to a place where 
Yeah, we just have kind of we learned how to listen to this music and like what it is, and we've seen a lot more than we once had. So it just is going to take people. It's not going to take people as long to consume everything and then say, okay, I got it. I listened to it. I got it. What's next? Like, is there? Is it possible that that, that is also happening? I think that with, with in light of just what all you just said, I think that and it's happened almost. It happened before. There's so much of the the club type of music that once we even look at the new, like once we just look at whatever is going on in the world, we're kind of like in dire need of an album of somebody kind of resonating or just kind of like we said, the 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 streets uh, reporter, news reporter. We're gonna need somebody to reflect on what we're going through in life, and that's why Kendrick can come out. With a to pimp a butterfly or a damn to talk about the conditions that we're living in because after a while it's like all right I can only dance so long because life is just really trippy right now so I need something that's gonna make you know that's gonna entice my mind or something like that and that's where the heart of hip hop came from so it's always gonna come back even if we are kind of in a sense getting fat or or getting overweight on the fast food type of music we getting right now. Because it, the fact that we're in that stage right now, there's a lot of people that you can find commenting on these different um, videos or just music in general. It's like, man, I'm tired of Uzi Vert. Man, I'm tired of Yachty or I'm tired of this. And somebody comes out with an album because it's been so long that one has dropped to actually entice someone's mind. Then you already swooped the whole game up off of his feet already. Hence what Jay-Z kind of done did in a sense. But then that is another discussion is that's why we're having it right now, because something like Jay-Z came out. Now we back to eating fast food again and getting obese until something else happens that we are going to need something to entice our minds again. So it would be interesting to see how things play out. But I, I do always think it's going to have to fall back to what really matters. And that's really giving us something to reflect on as far as how we're living. Because we can't, I mean, there, nobody's talking about, I mean, that's, I guess that's the only reason why people were, well, I'm not even going to go there, but people were saying that Uzi Vert is talking about, I guess, the conditions that he live in. But everybody knows, you know, you could talk about how, how, um, how hard you had it growing up, but that like basically living in the projects and stuff like that is what Uzi Vert kind of talks about in some of his uh, latest songs or whatever now. But still, just as far as the type of, the, the category of his music, you're not they're not really appealing. It's just talking about going to parties, doing this, doing drugs, smoking this, getting females, and you get burnt out on that stuff. You really do. I still I still feel like there's a there's a there's a there's a slight excuse latent cloud in the room. Like there there's there's no excuse. I understand that hip-hop is not what it was in 1988. And that's never what it's... That's never what my argument is about. It's just about the quality of 2017. That's it. That's all. I don't need... You know, I, I, you don't hear me arguing to bring back bell-bottoms. If what you... Nor do you hear me arguing to bring back skinny jeans. Or, you know, the, like I'm not... Either way, I'm just about quality. And I'm about balancing the quality. 
I think the words you're looking for too is evolving too, like you mentioned yeah, the toy yeah, or or yeah, the game. That's fine, man. Like I mean, it, if there's, I have no problem giving credit to to yo the game is dope. Like y'all y'all got technology and y'all doing things that. But what you're what we're saying is yeah we got technology we got Snapchat we got Instagram and those are prime, you know Facebook. So you have all, SoundCloud, you have all these options, and instead of it's the, it's the same argument that we have more technology than our ancestors, and they still worked harder, got more achieved, had, bought homes, saved money, were able to bury family members without having to do fund, go fund me's. Like, we have all this opportunity, and we're still failing. We have all this technology. People walk around with computers in their pockets, which is a great thing, but they're still idiots. So you're right. A computer used to be the size of someone's living room, and now you can have one in your pocket, but you don't use it for knowledge. You use it to take pictures. That When phones have to tell you, hey, man, it's a dope phone, but the camera, though, super fresh. Give me that phone. Like, that's what you that's what you <laughs> buy. The, you pay $600 for a phone to, for a camera? No. That is the... That is the the linchpin to the chaos of the de-evolution of hip-hop culture. It's not about rekindle and remake the golden era. It's about you have the capacity, even when you do are able to present something like the Damn album, like J. Cole 2014 Forest Hill Drive, you don't digest it. Or you digest it and say, hmm, J. Cole just sold a million with no features. In two weeks, he sold a million with no features, went platinum, went on tour, got an HBO series that no one else had even done at that point. Hmm, let me go make up raindrops. Hot, what the, are you not paying attention? <laughs> but, so, so, so all that you said is true, but I want to make sure that we're staying with the topic, which is, are, is, is that, are you saying that hip hop is to blame for the way in which how quickly people move on from the music is it the lack of is it no, is it because of, the, 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 the speed in which people move on from the from the the, 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 the product that's being given to them is is society based it's not okay that's that's what I want yeah, yeah that's, so what, that's what I'm saying okay. is that it's, it's not about throwing darts at the albums or the artists it's about throwing darts at the artist that are feeding and buying into, like Kendrick doesn't buy into it. Mm -hmm. Hey man, I'm gonna give you an album every two years if I feel like it. Mm -hmm. Which for the most part, we've been blessed to this to date, he feels like it. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm gonna do. Not, I'm going to give you this. The Week of Crit is a dope album. No one even knows it exists because you're so busy listening to it for a week or that week has come and gone. You're you're moving on to the next. Right, that weekend with certain stuff. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So it's like you listen to the week of crit over the weekend, and that's it. That is the that is the demise. So therefore, it discourages crit in some instances to make a month of crit or to make a dope album because I already know what they're gonna do. They're gonna listen to it for a week now. And some in when you have the capacity, like a Jay Z to. Make a dope album, put a make a video every week, make a mini documentary series, 
do an HBO special, do an interview with Oprah, then hey, more power to you. But when you're a little Uzi Vert or a young M.A., you actually make a pretty dope album or put some pretty dope singles out. What else do I have to do to keep your attention? The microwave society, young M.A., if Young M.A. is literally at the point, if I ask someone, do you know who Young M.A. is, they're going to probably say, no. Who? Oh, yeah, I remember her. Mm-hmm. Because she actually she did what old school hip-hop was. I, hey, man, I spit hot fire. You heard it. Act like you know. No, we acted like we knew. And that time has come and gone. So I agree, based upon the, 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 the question at hand by the by the podcast, or the, the question at hand at the at the roundtable is yes, it's both. It's society's microwave instant gratification multiplied by artistry saying, "Hey, I'm, I'm gonna give you exactly what you need in order to stay relevant." So it's it's Jay Z's fault for not dropping four forty four and then be like, "Man, y'all gonna have to just y'all gonna have to nibble on that, man." If, so slow sip or it's going to be gone because that's what Sade does in R&B. Sade don't drop an album every four months with a bunch of singles and videos. She drops an album when she feel like it. Mm-hmm. And guess what? When it comes out, it's a classic. But so, so, so for it. both of you though, so for both of you though, is, is it that, I mean, are we, are we saying that every album that has come out that has been considered a classic has a level of depth that requires folks to listen for months on end to fully grasp because again I'm just the the reason that I asked that's but, the part what I was saying okay I'm glad you because it's not about to grasp there I, I don't believe that there's a complexity in every hip hop album for you to and I gotta I gotta take this in every album is not uh, to pimp a butterfly. Every album I agree. is not DNA. Every album is not damn. Every album is not 444. I'm saying even when they're not of that complexity, it's not it's not Illmatic. Mm-hmm. It's not Lauren Hill and Miseducation. Got it. It's not there. But can you sit with what I gave you? Can you sit with what Nick Grant gave you? Can you sit with what Sky Zoo gave you? Can you sit with what Big Crit gave you? Can you just Take in the album, not listen to it for a day, and then be like, "Man, that was cool. I like it." Next. Well, well, so so, but if if that's the case, my question is: if people listen to it, let's say they listen to it for two weeks, three weeks, and it's okay. I liked it, and again, I I don't think that every album is, you know, any like has the depth or complexity of the albums that you mentioned, right? Mm-hmm. I also don't think that that means that it's a bad album. I think it just means that there are some people just want to like Redman just wants to rap. So really, if you're listening, you just listen and try to catch as many witty lines and dope bars as you can. Right? It ain't to be deep. But if I listen to a Redman album for like three or four weeks and I'm like, dog, dude can spit. I picked up and I can rattle off three or four metaphors that he said, and I'm like, but I'm ready for something else. Does that make me a bad hip hop listener? Like, what is the like? What's the time frame or the time? Because, and I'm asking this because there's a lot of people. We all had. I've said this. Like, yo, I gotta sit with this for a minute. But 
Mm-hmm. If I've listened to it over and over again on repeat for weeks, like when when is it when is it enough to say, all right, you sat with it? Like like when is when has when have I officially sat with it and I can say I'm ready for the next thing? I mean that's where that's where we lose that uh, other element of hip hop is being able to sit with others and actually talk about the album. People used to actually talk about the albums. Like you may have sit with Redman. And you went over it a bunch of bunch of times, and then okay, you moved on. Let's talk about the year '95, where you just moved on to the next album because there's so many to go through. But then the minute somebody say, "Hey, you heard that Red Man?" and they be like, "Yeah," so I, I listened to this. I like that song, but you know, after a while, I just. But did you catch this though? Oh, okay. I ain't noticed about that track. So then you get the you get the discussion going, and that to me like makes the culture what it is. That's what makes hip-hop what it is. And it, and I understand it's hard to do that now, but if you bring some of that back and just talking about albums nowadays, then you can have more, like the albums that we're talking about can have more longevity as far as relevancy. But we're not talking about it. It's just like, man, that was cool. Even the songs we talk about now is more so just about the beat. Like, man, Mask Off, I know you heard Mask Off, but you're not going to have a discussion about Mask Off. You just you know you just gonna talk about the beat, but if you have all these other albums, we could talk about Big Crit's album. We could talk about Ben Staples' album. We could talk about all these other people's albums. If we sat with it in the way that you did it, that's what makes hip hop hip hop. And I, it would be interesting to see how that comes back about. And we said this once before: where are our TV shows? Where are Joe Budden and academics? should be uh, talking, doing this. They have the platform that everybody's watching right now. Instead, they want to do drama instead of talking about albums that came out. Like, we need those TV shows back. We need all these different elements to come back to continue the circle of the hip-hop culture because if we're missing an element, then something can just be gone at that point. People could be talking about Big Crit after the interview comes out then another radio, uh, another TV show, or somebody like Joe Budden and them can talk about the album. Then he can go make do a video. Like think about it. that's what we used to do with the with the um with the BT with the box and all that. We'll see the video. Then somebody else will come on. And they'll have an interview with him. Then he'll get on the basement and he'll freestyle. Then they'll have another show where they're actually talking about certain tracks on the album, what it meant to society, and you know. Talking about, oh, man, uh, the Ferguson thing and the fact that he had a track about Ferguson, we didn't think about it intellectually like that because in Missouri it is this going on as opposed to in L.A., which just have a different, you know, uh, way of life and a speed of life. You know what I mean? There's no discussion. There's no complete circle culture around it. So now we're just like, oh, man, you know, at the last party I went to, I heard that new Migos track. It was dope. We just waiting for the next dope party track that we've heard now instead of having this platform and establishment in this culture to continue to keep certain albums relevant that's not the popcorn because that's part of the that the popcorn music the club bangers are part of hip-hop it just has to be everything at once so as Marlon is saying it's just an imbalance right now really yeah I, I think the the biggest the takeaway is not so much to focus on the fact that how much time one needs to digest as in the fact that you're you're taking in food or art or culture 
And before your fork hits the food, you're at, not you, but the, no, but the consumer is asking, this is good, but they're looking to the kitchen for what's next. Even if you hang with that plate for a week, two weeks, three weeks, a month, the fact that you haven't even, your fork hasn't even touched the food yet and you're already thinking. It's in, like that, that's the concept, the mind frame that has, that's the infectious, the negatively infectious attitude and behavior. The behavioral shift in the, in the hip hop consumer is, I, I, it's fair for me to be looking at the kitchen door while taking this in. It, listening to every track of the damn album and you're at track six saying, man, I only got five songs left. I wonder what he's going to do next. Like, you haven't even finished the album yet. <laughs> Just listen to the album. That is the problem. Whether they digest it for three days, if they get it and respect it, at the end, all you as an artist, you just want your, your artwork to be respected. So if they respect it after three days, fine. If they respect it after three weeks, fine. But what happens is you respect it or you say that's a dope album, which I think people would, would say about Kendrick's album. But it's put it's not put on a shelf or even put on a display. It's it's practically it's hometown buffet. Yeah, it's up to the edge of the table. It's funny you should say that because I was thinking about it when you were talking, Landon, about a buffet line. And then what happens when you sit down at the table and one person's like, "Man, that barbecue chicken with uh, Smirnoff sauce on top of it. Smirnoff sauce, man, it's over there. Oh man, they just took it back. They switched it, man. It's gone now. Never mind. But man, it was good. Like you, ha- I haven't even had a chance to go back to get seconds. Like can I? Can I? You move into fact. It's the it's the restaurant. This happened to me. I went to a restaurant. They had this. Uh, I think it was a. I think it was a wine. And I had n- I've never seen or heard this wine before. I was like, oh, this is dope. Went back the second. I was like, oh yeah, we only keep certain wines on our menu for like two, three. What the f- like? I have to come, <laughs> I have to live here to to experience the wine twice. Hey man, that's how we roll. You know, wine start going. You know. The seasons and all that stuff. I didn't understand the seasons. I was like, I just thought it was going to be here when I came back. You just experienced that when we went to a restaurant the other day. He's like, oh, they took this off the menu. Yeah, they take everything out. Yeah, you want certain things, not necessarily that every time you go to the restaurant, you're going to order that same thing, but just can it be on the menu? Can we not erase it from history? Right, can we have it as an option? Yeah, can we just have it as an option? Can it at least be... And not say, yeah, Throwback Thursday, listening to that Kendrick damn album. Like, how is it Throwback Thursday? It just, it just came out. What? Classic, old school Kendrick. What? Like, that, that's the, and, th- and that's the thing. For me, that would be my closing argument. It's not about the art. It's not about the art being whack. It's about the, the consumer and the artist having this feed me, I'm hungry, I'll, chef and um, restaurant connoisseur relationship that says, I'll keep bringing you back more. I'm just, I'm going to keep feeding you whatever you need versus, no, 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 no. I'm the chef. Trust me. You're going to want this. Let it marinate. I'm going to give you this sauce. And I'm not going to change the menu just because you're, we want food. 
you know, no, 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 no. Relax. If you left the menu, can you imagine when you were in the difference between what you want to see at a restaurant at your age and how you felt when you went to the cafeteria at in like second grade? You didn't. You had. You gave two f's about what was on the menu. Like the only time you got mad, like oh they don't have spaghetti this week, dang or whatever. But you were fu- you were gonna figure it out. You weren't going to. Hey, excuse me. Could you bring back the spaghetti? Hey, it's not on there no more. I'm a little upset because I liked it, but you just move on. Life doesn't have to be that way with art. If we let the artist paint, look at it for a minute. Like like Dev said, can we can the three of us get together and talk about it? Can I point sure. to the wall that the that the that the mural was on, or do I need to point to my phone? Well, you know they took the mural down, but look, you look on my phone, man. You can see the details. This brother was like, why why can't we just walk back to the park and look at the mural? It murals, hip hop should be mural esque. Murals are meant to stand the test of time. They're not graffiti on the back of a bus that should be seen and then. Paint it over or whatever. Like, no, you, that's where we are. So the closing argument is, I think guilty on the consumer and guilty on the artist. Dropping both gavels, both doing a life sentence in the hip-hop is dead <laughs> penitentiary. Well, I, I'll, I'll wrap and then Dev can, can give his final comments. But, um, you know, as, as usual, I, I find a bit of a gray area in this. Partially because, I, I, you know, I see myself in... Your hip-hop. I see myself in both of these shoes, right? Like, I sit with albums for a long time. I give albums tons of spins over and over again. Like, sometimes I listen to an album two, three times in a row. Then maybe I go a day or two without listening to it. And I'll play it, like, maybe once again per day, like, for two, three weeks. Like, I think I really sit with albums. But at the same time, I, like... If I could find the time, I'd be in Rasputin every week just to see, like, yo, what's new? Like, because I want to see, is there anything I'm missing, right? Like, because I want to appreciate it, but I also want to just see, like, is, is there anything new? Um, I think also I'm guilty. I think we're all guilty of the very thing that you were just talking about, Mylon. Like, when Damn first came out, we were like, yo, but when the rumor was he's about to come out with a second album... The, the album wasn't out for a week, but we was all like, right. yo, yeah. if he did, that would be crazy, right? And then it was the, yo, but I need him and J. Cole to make, like, there's always something that we're kind of reaching for, right? And I think that, one, again, I think it's, we didn't have that conversation when Good Kid, Mad City dropped because we we still weren't really familiar with the artist. Now we're familiar with the artist and we appreciate Dan, but we also know, like, there's this thing that's been lingering and like, yo, I appreciate this. I'm going to sit with this. But if this comes out, I'm going to have to sit with both of them, right? And like, I don't think that you can't sit with one or the other. Um, I think the only other thing that I kind of heard from your co- from your comments, I think there's also, it's also interesting. And, you know, a lot of times when we have these conversations, we got to be very nuanced about what we're talking about, right? Because... I'm realizing that as we talk, are we talking about what we're looking at or are we talking about being on the public's conscience at this point or are we, and I'm not saying we have to answer now, but just like for the listeners and like, uh, hopefully you all would comment and give us your thoughts. But like, you know, I think it's one thing to be said about like, yo, consumers sit with it, listen to it. People may not always talk about it. It may be three or four weeks old. And so 
Maybe people aren't talking about what their thoughts are, something that they caught four weeks later after listening to to an album that dropped, you know, Mm -hmm. six weeks ago. But they may still be listening to it. But it's not on the public's conscience anymore because something else has come out or the public as a whole has moved on. Maybe the media has moved on, but people are still sitting with it, right? So maybe I'm in my car and I'm still listening to, you know, whatever, like, you know, I'm I'm still listening to right now. Right now, I got a rotation: Vic Mensa, Jay Z, and believe it or not, T Grizzly. Like, I messed with that dude. So, but like those are albums that are like in my car right now that I'm just constantly got in rotation. Right? I'm not really. I made one comment about the Jay Z album. Other than on here, I haven't posted anything about Vic Mensa. I haven't posted anything about T Grizzly. But I'm listening to it. Like I'm still. So you know. When we talk about, are we moving on too fast? Are we talking about people as a whole? Because we know people are really moving on that fast. Or are we talking about, in the public sense, people are moving on, but folks may still actually be listening to the music. And then, does that change our thoughts or perceptions about the culture as a whole, right? Like, are we saying that hip-hop culture is very fleeting? Or are we saying, yeah, maybe in the mainstream, the things that people talk about are fleeting, but... For the most part, we know people are like actually sitting and listening to music, right? And so I think it's just important that in the future when we have this conversation to really distinguish what we're talking about because, you know, we can, again, we can be talking about like, yeah, yo, no, we need to have a collective conversation about this and sit with it collectively. And if we're going to hype it up and talk about it, like we need to do that together or it may be just, now we talked about it, people said what they what they said. People's minds are going to change, but by that time, it's, you know, a month later and, you know, something else is coming out. I'm going to go hit the record store. I'm going to be in iTunes or whatever, wherever you get your music and see what's next. And so I think there's just a lot of different avenues that we could go with it. All that being said, I think right now we in a society that, you know, it, the iPhone 7 just came out. You literally have a com- the smartest computer you could have in your pocket less than a year ago, yet we drooling at the mouths for what iPhone 8 finna do. That's just right. the society we live in. Unfortunately, hip-hop is a part of society. And hopefully, there are some folks, I know that there are some folks, who are making music that will help us to last and be patient. Other people are just kind of riding that way because they know that's how it goes. And I, I don't necessarily like that because of the music that's typically associated with that. But it is what it is. I think we just kind of in a in a place where people are... You know, we we got really, really short attention spans and folks are going to figure out how to try to stay relevant in this day and age. Dev, your, your, your thoughts? I mean, it's, it's, I think that's why we... I don't think that we should distinguish what we're talking about. I think people should be aware that that's what it is, that there is a public forum and there is things that people are actually doing. And so, almost like you said as well, um, as far as maybe people aren't talking about it on the public forum, that's where we realize once we distinguish that there are two different forms, we can push, not like saying we as in us, but just in general, we should be pushing for platforms on the public forum to express what people are actually doing. Henceforth, Joe Budden academics need to be talking, having episodes where they talk about certain things other than just new stuff coming out. I mean, they, I kind of appreciate the fact that they are bringing people like Vic Mensa on and Vince Staples on and all that stuff like that. Like that to me is grounds to start putting 
back what the culture needs as far as discussion on the public forum. Because there still are people that are trying to listen to that music, but we're all getting pulled by whatever the public forum is and whatever, however fast media is being, you know, is moving. And right now it's like we're all kind of just stuck in that wave of however fast media is moving that we're not taking time to sit down. It's all, it's almost, I guess, well, kind of like what Milo was giving the restaurant analogy, the restaurant is keep changing the menu on us when it's like, hold on, we still listen to Jay-Z, but the public is keep moving on. And we, I guess we got to follow to the point where it's like, man, this is just how it is. We just going to follow it. Like the restaurant just keep changing. So, I mean, hey, give me that. Give me this steak. All right, now give me this hamburger then. All right, you know, the hot dog is out. I don't see nothing else on here. Give me the hot dog. Whereas like, man, I, I fooled with the steak about three weeks ago, but... I feel like if I talk about the state, y'all going to kick me out the restaurant because, you know what I mean? And that's that's the fact that we are actually breaking down that these are two different things going on right now is enlightening to me. So I'll, I'll close by saying that, you know, you, you hit it on the head as far as like there are certain artists, too, that are riding the wave like, yo, man, I know hey, a hot dog was out last week, but they not about to be ready for these enchiladas, so I'm just going to put out enchiladas, you know what I mean? So that's where the artist is making the mistake of riding the wave and continuing to keep the media um, a short attention span going, but we can also have, um, with the sense of more than just artists, have different forms on the public end that can continue to kind of slow things down so that we can established culture and basically uh it exercised the culture because that's the main thing right now is what's not happening that's why we'll point it out man that's hip-hop whenever we see an hbo series man that's hip-hop because it's going beyond just the music that they put out we're getting all these different elements to exercise the culture that we're used to so we'll say man that's how it is that's what makes it good that's what makes me love hip-hop but when we keep uh going along with what the restaurant is doing, what the media is doing, how fast the public is moving, then that's how we get caught up in this lifestyle of pretty much keeping everything new, 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 new. And so yeah, I, I guess the, my, my number one culprit is media, but in a sense, the fact that we keep uh, confiding to it, it's a little bit of give or take. Like if there's a percentage, there's probably like, a 60-40 where it's like media is to blame, but then at the same time as consumers and other public forums with radio shows, if we don't halt, slow down, here's another video, let me drop this, and then we fall in love with it. If that doesn't happen more often, then we're continuing to keep that cycle going. So that's what I'll close with. What's up? Um, well, Dev, while, while you uh, while you still got the mic, why don't you go ahead and give us uh, your your shout outs for? Um, oh man, yeah, man. Shout out to like this, this just on the on the whole entertainment wise. I feel like there's just a bunch of a bunch of uh, I don't I hate to keep saying it like this, but it's a lot of black excellence going on as far as like. We're in the movie theaters now. We got that Black Panther movie coming. I mean, not Black Panther. Is it Black Panther? Yeah, the Black. In, in, no, the Black. In February. The Black, I mean, no, 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 no. Yeah, the one with the with the the new movie coming out where pretty much everybody in it. And That's it's Black about Panther until February, yeah. but yeah. So Black Panther coming out. We got Insecure. We got all these different TV shows. We got 
basically black excellence on the entertainment scope as as a whole is just coming up and, and reaching an all-time high. Even things like Girls Trip, where you just have an all-black female cast and they broke the box office, you know, as far as being a number one movie. And it was actually a good movie on other than, you know, some of the, the ratchetness that was going on. It was still a good movie, though. So just the fact that across the board, we just see a bunch of, you know, a surgeons and, and black excellence coming out as far as, or just black artistry, black entertainment, just everything we're coming back to the forefront is not being dominated to me in a sense by just one thing. So shout out to, to, to what's, what's, what's to come really, but also to kickstart, you know, all these different things going on. If so, Mr. Drake, got any shout outs? Uh, as it relates to education and black folks being educated, just a shout out to all those uh, preparing to head to school, these high school seniors from last year, uh, making their way to their first semester. And for those triple OGs like myself who are trying to make it do what it do, keep up with these young doctors. Uh, Learn how to burn buildings down. Yeah, you know I mean, <laughs> hey, I. I I don't even know if burning the building down is as appropriate because you might be in it or in an alley or in a stairway <laughs> or have have planted something, some type of product in it. I burned that and it's like, yo, y'all know if you know what you burned, but you kind of owe me three million right now. Like, what would happen? I, I had stuff in that building. I, I didn't know. I thought it was a vacancy. So, yeah, no, we're just education is, is hard work, man. And uh, folks like, that are that are doing this and working and having families and working and having families. And mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just not That's a game. It's just not a game. So uh, keep fighting the good fight for those out there trying to get some letters behind their name, be it B A B S, E D D Ph D, M S W, whatever it is. Uh, Executive producer, whatever, whatever. Yeah, whatever, <laughs> whatever letters you're trying to get. Um, keep keep grinding, and um, I know those who watch Game of Thrones are used to hearing winter is coming. But for those who are in school, fall is coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, bro! I'm not ready. <laughs> it is. It is really really close. I am not ready, yo. Fall is coming. Mmm. So you just scared this brother. This brother's scared. Right. I mean, this he's just all world is shook. He was just like, oh, man. All, all the hairs on his back just stood up. <laughs> he's like, ah, man, what? That's <laughs> a true story. Yeah, it is a true story. Fall is. is really coming. Fall is actually coming, like, really soon. Schools are, our summer program just ends, like, tomorrow's our last day. Um, yeah, so, uh, mine... I have one. You made me forget now, brother. The fall is coming. It'll do that to you, brother. It'll shake your whole, the whole soul. It's like, your your shout out should have been last. You know what? Mine was, I was actually just going to shout out my young people. I, I don't know if I mentioned this on the last one or not, but like the last time we recorded, but we haven't recorded since this happened. So I, I don't know. If I'm doing it again, hey, they deserve it. Um, we got some folks at my job, man, some young people um, that put together a really dope event, a block party, literally like a block up from our street. Got the streets blocked off through a national night out. Um, for those who don't know, national night out is essentially this um, uh, 
national event that people everywhere uh, do the first uh, the first Tuesday every August, and it's mainly to get the community together, but also to um, help bridge police and community relations. Now, I know a lot of folks probably have a lot of giving a lot of side eyes in terms of you know building police and community relations. I am one of those people, um, but really what I was proud of is that our young people wanted to do something for the community. They wanted to try to make a difference, and I was just glad that they took the time. It took six, six weeks, and they planned this out. They used their resources, um, you know, their networks. They planned everything and put together a really, really dope event that, um, that did get both the police and the community um, around our center out. And so just to see them work to do that um, was dope. Um, hopefully, you know, I and, and others at my job have the ability to continue to, like, inform uh, them about, you know, just the, the different nuances around, um, you know, the criminal justice system and all of that and uh, help them to, to have even more, um, you know, kind of in-depth perspectives about that and how to go about making change. Some people say kill the police force altogether. Some people say, you know, it ain't all... Not all cops are bad, but F the ones that are. Some people may say we need to police ourselves. There's many different ways to look at it. Um, you know, I just, and, and hopefully, you know, they take the time to really, um, you know, consider where they stand. But regardless of what that is, they want to make a change, and they, they went out and they did that. They also made these, like, a bunch of hygiene packs and sandwich packs, and maybe that's what I mentioned last time, and they, like, went out to the homeless all up and down the block, over 50 packs, and gave them out. And again, it was just to do something because they wanted to make a change and a difference. So just shout out to all of them that um, that participated in that, that that led that, um, that put that together. I mean, these are folks literally from 12 up to like 8 or 13, maybe up to age like 19 or 20, like... And they did it all themselves. So, you um, saving them, brother. Brother, I didn't do. Brother, brother I didn't do nothing, good. brother. Really all I did was give an opportunity, brother. I didn't do nothing else. I stayed away. I just gave a little guidance, but I, I literally they of, they planned it all. It's not, brother. It was just <laughs> I was I like, know. I, I want to get them. I wanted to just give an opportunity, brother. Last year, the kids they was they were like shook by all the police shootings, and so we started doing some work, um, but it was kind of midway through. It wasn't really planned, and so I was like, all right, well. This summer, like, y'all got the full six weeks, do something with it. And so they, they did that, man. They knocked it out. So I was really, really proud of them um, and, and happy that, uh, you know, we could just at least provide provide the space um, and the resources for them to do it. So uh, shout out to them. Really proud of them. They probably won't hear this. I don't even know if they know that I do a podcast. Probably never hear it, but just sending that energy out either way. Um, yeah, man. And uh, shout out to all my Africans. That being said, hashtag um, listen to the end. Hashtag listen to the end. Find every single podcast at hiphoproundtable.podbean.com. Um, you can find us on um, iTunes as well. Just search Hip Hop Roundtable. You can find us on Facebook, Hip Hop Roundtable Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Hip Hop Roundtable Podcast. Um, and you can find us on all of our social media, individual social media sites Devin Howard, Mylon Drake, Landon Hill. Um, anything else, fellas, before we wrap this thing up? It's been real. We're about to scooch it away. 
All right, well, we're going to push our chairs back from the round table and holler at you on the next one. Peace. Peace.